The Dark Roast is coming up at 8.40 on game day. One of our new favorite segments. I apologize to my in-laws. Probably the worst hour of radio that could have ever happened before I go to a family gathering at a funeral. Uh, So I apologize, mom and dad, in-law, for what just happened in the 7 o'clock expressway. But it was epic radio. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Poor Peyton, that bank account. Is is it going to be more awkward than when you said uh, you were going to create a daughter on New Year's Eve? Oh, much. Oh, good question. I think this is worse. Because I'm talking about, like, how to get out of the funeral for football. And then Peyton just told a 40-minute strip club experience. <laughs> Doesn't quite like it. Doesn't quite like it. Back to back. Sounds like he got more action in the 40 minutes that you just talked about than he did there. Yeah, for my Lord. That yeah, next was... time we make a bet of New Year's kisses, I'll just go to the strip club. The picture would be hard to get, though. I don't think those are allowed there. Um, no. <laughs> did, yeah, did you try to break out your phone at no, any I point? I was so worried did you take to a do selfie? That? Did you take a selfie? No, I didn't. Did did no. All right. What area was this in? Oh man, it was it was dark driving there. It was, I mean, Fort Worth, <laughs> but it was probably I mean it was you know from Seventh pl- Street. I think it was about ten minute drive outside of Seven. Do you know what place he went to? Yeah, I do. I've never been there, but I know of it. Okay, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three truckwreck.com text on. Let's get into the game. Will Dark Roast Tampa Bay a choppy with the five things he wants to see? And Bobby, what's the first take report? As your uh, hotel view is right there, away from uh, uh, a few a few yards away from Michael Irvin and Stephen A. Smith, getting ready to uh, do the show. Yeah, this line is wrapped around the block, Sean. Uh, I'm uh, getting a look down there. Lots of Cowboys jerseys, lots of Micah Parsons, lots of Dak Prescott. Not nearly as many Buccaneers jerseys, I'd say. Oh. Uh, we're looking at about mm, ten to one Cowboys to Bucks jerseys down in this line. Uh, but I'll keep you posted. I'll, I'll have an eye on this for the what remainder of the morning. Great report. What a great report. Ten to one seems extreme, but there you go. Cowboys to Bucks with the jersey comparisons. All right, let's pick this thing. Official selections on the truckwreck.com text line. RJ, what do you want to see? And give us the pick. All right, I got the I got the big five, the big five things. Uh, number one, and I think this is the easiest one to do, pressure up the middle. Uh, I would be okay. And I, you know me, I am Mr. Micah on the edge. But I might be okay with Micah lining up at times over center as a linebacker, rushing from the A, uh, putting pressure on Brady up the middle. That's where Tom, I think, seems to... Struggle the most when you get that, those those immobile guys. That's where you want to attack them. Uh, number two, more efficiency on first down. They've been awful running the ball on first down. Less than three yards of carry. That's Bobby's stat, not mine, so if it's wrong, blame him. Huh. Uh, you can't win playoff games like that. Uh, either stop running on first or run better, but you can't continue to do what they've been doing. Three, help over the top. I don't think his matchup is good DB-wise in the secondary because they've got two really, really good wide receivers, and the Cowboys outside of Diggs are, are relatively thin or or not 100% healthy. Uh, number four, this would be a novel concept, Dak to act like an NFL quarterback this week. <laughs> uh, when two wide receivers have one catch on six targets each, that ain't on the wide receivers. That's awful against Washington. Yeah. Like, like way off with the accuracy. Way off. Five of his 12 games this year, his yards per attempt is under seven. He's 11th in QBR among playoff quarterbacks, 12th in EPA. I mean, that can't beat Georgia with those numbers. He's got to be better. Uh, and then number five, uh, McCarthy to be aggressive. Possession is more important than time. Uh, do not give Tom Brady the ball back. Go for it. If, if you got to win the game on fourth and two, if you're gonna, it means you're going to give Tom the ball at midfield. As opposed, no, go for it on fourth and two. End the football game. You know, 
when you're facing a team that struggles a score like this, I wonder about the, like, if you're going to get in a 37, 34, 40, 37 mm -hmm. shootout, which I do not anticipate, then I'm like, yeah, you go for it. Do you, but I'm asking the wrong person. I shouldn't even look at you. I should ask Bobby. <laughs> Just punt it more and play more conservative, Bobby, with Tampa's offense not being dangerous throughout the majority of the season. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same question that was posed to Washington or, or to the Giants yesterday, uh, and and they went ahead and went for it and it paid off. I, I mean, I think it's one of those things where if you do it and you get it, you're just going, oh, what a brilliant move. And if you do it and you don't get it, you're you're you know lamenting what just happened. But uh, high scoring game I, though, like neither of those defenses yesterday were stopping each other. No. What what offense do we see? Do I see the Tampa Bay offense from Week One last year or the one from Week One this year? If it's the team Week One this year. I'm just punting it. If it's the week one team last year, I'm going for it. Give us your game keys. I mean, it's going to be about limiting the big plays. The Cowboys allowed over the last five weeks more 20-yard pass plays than anybody else in the NFL. Um, and so, you know, you're going to need the secondary to play better. And in the event that it gets into a shootout, you obviously need Dak to play better. But the biggest thing, or, or not the biggest thing, one of the, the X factors I don't think we're talking about enough um, we talked about this morning in regards to some of the other playoff games is the game management. Like you can't have poor game management if this thing is close because that will lose you the football game. And so uh, and I feel I, like I that, that hasn't really been tested this year. That's a worry and concern of mine. I don't know if we have two or three McCarthy game management situations that we can allude to to where we say he passed it with flying colors or colors or he butchered it. It just feels like those opportunities, those attempts are not have not been there. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could look at it from the angle of have the attempts not been there or has he just managed close situations correctly to the point where you don't even it, – yep. it's like, you know, referees. You don't notice them unless they're doing something wrong. Right. You notice game management unless it's wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. 877-811053. So, I don't know. I, I can't get this out of my head. If Brady, if, if Brady was playing for New England and Belichick in this game, it would not surprise me if they came out and threw it to Chris Godwin eight straight times. It, it feels like Godwin is going to be an X factor or whoever the Cowboys put their second corner on. What are we? What is history telling us or what are we thinking about Diggs versus Evans, Bobby? Uh, so Diggs has performed well against Mike Evans in the past. Last year, uh, he aligned across from Mike Evans on 39 of his 47 routes and he gave up one reception for 10 yards on three targets. And so he shut him down last year in week one. This year, uh, Mike Evans had mentioned this week that Diggs didn't follow him like he did in week one last year. But there were still seven targets to Mike Evans in which Diggs was in coverage. And it was three catches for 33 yards. So Diggs has done well on Evans. But if you're telling me Xavier Rhodes is going to be a part of this game plan with his size and, you know, the fact that he's not as fast as he once was. Uh, then I I might instead have him on Evans and take my chances with Diggs against Godwin. And for me, the Cowboys X factor. Look, you can lose. That's uh, not fine, but I understand if they lose this football game. You better go out with Tony Pollard touches, though. Do not sit there and freaking save this. In the first game, Tony Pollard had six carries for eight yards, and he had two catches for fourteen. He's rested. He's your most explosive offensive player. If you're going to go down, you better get Tony Pollard all of his 
touches. I don't want to ram and Zeke mm-hmm. into the back of your O-line on first and second down like they've been doing for the past month. Get a lot of people were tweeting Tony Pollard guys uh, during the Niner game. Uh, now, this may be very optimistic, too optimistic, delusional, mm-hmm. but people are like, Tony Pollard can do what McCaffrey does. Put him in that role and get him those touches. And Christian McCaffrey was balling against Seattle. So that's my that's my Cowboy X factor. He's their most explosive player. Don't forget about him. I mean, look, they Pollard was a completely different player uh, in, in week one. You know, His role was way, way different. They've got to get him more involved, I think, in this game. And then you got to find out, you know, what can Gallup give you? Yes. You know, uh, you, is he the biggest mystery? Well, yeah. I mean, he is a mystery. Um, look, they, it's not like they don't target him. You know, they Dak targeted him in the, in the last game. Dak targeted no Brown too. Uh, either the throws weren't there, or he wasn't able to come up with the play. I mean, they, but they've got to find a way to get him get him more involved. I mean, uh, Michael Gallup over the course of his career hasn't had a single season where his catch percentage is uh, at sixty percent or above. Um, it's just been the nature of his game. I don't know that he's a mystery so much as right now he's just not playing well. And so we, we, I think we just optimistically want to call it a mystery because we go, man, he's a good player. Why is he not playing well? It may just be that he's he's not been the same player since he came back from the knee. What is Tampa defensively? Because it feels like this game is going to be a struggle to score points. I Recency bias, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the first game this year versus the first game last year. If... If, if Dak plays 75% of what he was in the opener last year, the Cowboys will easily win. But this is a new year. I mean, he was the M- he was an MVP last year in the first half of the season, starting with that Tampa game. He lit them up. This year, the Cowboys scored three points. Buccaneers ranked 14th in the league in run D. They give up 116 a game. Two of their last three games, they gave up 174 to Atlanta on the ground and 121 to the Cardinals. So are we going to be screaming and yelling during the game if the Cowboys are trying to run the football too much versus unleashing their quarterback to try to bounce back from the bad Washington performance? Your selection for the game, R.J. Choppy. I, um, a lot of the numbers are pointing to me that the Cowboys win this game. Uh, the one that sticks out the most uh, is you know these playoff rematches. And when you play a team earlier in the year where and, and this is something that great quarterbacks that this is something great quarterbacks do. When Brady and Rodgers and Manning and the like played a team that they lost to in the regular season when they rematched against them in the postseason, their records are astronomically good. Um especially Brady's. And now you gotta see if the same thing, you know, this is Dak's coming out party. This is Dak's game where he has to show that. Uh, when you play that team, the team that wins and covers is 40-54-3 and three against the spread in the rematch, which bodes very well for the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys win 24-17. 24-17. What's the over-under for this game? Uh, See if you can get that while Bobby goes through his official pick. Oh, you guys get to pick first since you were 5-0 and this weekend. Oh, yes. And I was 3-2 yeah. and two thanks to that idiot Brandon Staley. 45 and a half. 45 and a half. All right. So, Bobby, you get yeah. to go next. We, yeah, we got to lead with success first. Uh, you know, Tolos <laughs> yeah. need uh, the information quickly. They they, they need the right picks. Uh, Dallas is a better football team than Tampa Bay. It doesn't mean Tampa Bay can't win or whatever else, but, I mean, just flat out they've been better over the course of 18 weeks than Tampa Bay has. And as Choppy's talked about, 
you know, it's, it's more about the, the, you know, broader picture than what happened in week one in a single instance. And so Dallas is a better football team. Again, doesn't mean they can't lose because there's still ways that I think Tampa Bay can challenge them. Particularly, I think there are ways that they can challenge Dallas's passing game. They can make things difficult on Dak in certain situations. Um, but I, I still think this is going to be Dallas's game. So I've got the Cowboys 27 to 24 and on to San Francisco. Uh, I'm going 23 20. Okay. 23 20 Cowboys. Okay. Uh, go. So clean. Yeah. All right. Very good. Pepe. Cowboys. This one, I, I'm not worried at all. Tampa Whoa. Bay's record is what the Vikings should have been this Whoa. year at 8 9. Tampa Bay is really bad. They're so bad. I got Cowboys winning 27 20. Tolos. Are we split? Are we one sided? Bobby, how did the poll results take place throughout the week? <laughs> well, we went from 55 to 45 Tampa to then uh, it was like 80 20 Cowboys. And then after that, I thought the point was made so i didn't make another one but i'm guessing it's about it looks already like on social media this weekend that it was 80 20 which by the way i want to say we all got copied several times on different tweets from people saying like you guys picking against the cowboys blah blah, blah. we hadn't picked the game last week and uh <laughs> I, I i had a good feeling all of us were gonna pick dallas so i don't know where that came from but well look yeah last week was and we told this to Stephen a we admitted it Last week, if I if I used a term or a description to describe the city, worried. Like, mm-hmm. we're not sitting here thrilled. In San Francisco, before Seattle, they're pumped to get their run started. In Buffalo, they're pumped to get it going. We're just, we, I think we're justifiably worried last week. That was the tone of the show, bringing up a lot of the negatives, bringing up a lot of the ifs, McCarthy's job status. But we did not pick the game. We do that on game day. And all of us have the Cowboys winning. Tolos on the text overall? Yeah, they, uh, well, overall, Cowboys. Uh, let's see, here we go. Cowboys. And I'm not greatly confident. Peyton's the most confident of us. I think then Bobby. Uh, I'm probably, I mean, I'm scared. I'd say everyone yesterday. Oh, there's a fear factor. You have to. Everyone's yeah. like, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think? I said, you got a coin? When has this team performed over the last 30 years that has given you confidence in their playoff opportunity here? Yeah, but Tolos are going with the, with the Cowboys. Uh, 37-13 Cowboys, 24-10. Cowboys, Cowboys by 21. Bucks, 24, 20. Uh, let's see. Cowboys, 28, 21. Uh, Pollard needs 70% of the touches. Uh, the biggest mystery is your quarterback, and it's not even close. 38, 13. Cowboys, 28, 17. Cowboys. Bowles owns us. Did it with a winless Jets team. Loves playing against Dak. Um, let's see. That's 30, Cowboys. 27, Tampa. 31, 19, Cowboys. How worried... Are we now about the New York Giants, the NFC East, turning into the SEC? And did these announcers fall asleep for one of the best playoff games of all time? That's next, along with the Dark Roast, 8 o'clock hour here on The Fan.